Good morning, and we welcome to the program Anne-Marie Barnett, the Executive Director of the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Cincinnati. Good morning to you, Anne-Marie. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. And, of course, uh, WRBI, the uh, media sponsor of the Southeastern Indiana Walk to End Alzheimer's. That's coming up next month. And, uh, Anne-Marie, could you give us some uh, specifics on that, please? Of course. We are so excited to be um, back in Batesville at Liberty Park. Um, the Walk to End Alzheimer's is Saturday, September 10th, um, again, at Liberty Park. Um, you can come in and register at 9 o'clock. The walk starts at 10. There's still plenty of time to register. Registration is free. You just go to alz.org slash walk and find the walk, and we cannot wait to see people out there. It is so amazing. I got to tell you, we had a goal of $50,000, and we've already succeeded that. So that's so amazing, and thank you to everybody you know, in the Batesville area that has just supported this cause. It, it means so much to all of us, and so thank you. And you mentioned the uh, registration and the walk uh, starting at 10 a.m. Now, I understand that there's a, a ceremony to uh, um, kind of uh, in between there to kind of kick off the walk. Mm-hmm. There is. So we have an opening ceremony and then a promise garden ceremony. And that is just one of the highlights of the whole morning. You know, our promise garden flowers mean are four different colors. They mean something to everyone. You carry yellow if you're a caregiver. If you've lost a loved one, you carry a purple. If you're caring for someone, you carry yellow if you believe in the cause. Um, but don't have a direct connection, you carry orange. If you have it, you carry blue. And we have a ceremony where each person at one time, you know, you'll hold up your flower. And by the end of the ceremony, everybody's flowers are in the air. They're pinwheels and they blow in the breeze. And it's so beautiful. And we add one flower to it every year. And it's the white flower, which signifies the first survivor of Alzheimer's disease, which we don't have yet. Our goal is to see a sea of white flowers someday. And as far as uh, somebody getting a, um, uh, they're interested in uh, getting a team together or they want to walk as an individual, how can they uh, do so? Absolutely. They can um, come that morning or better, they can register today. They can just go to alz.org slash walk and they type in their zip code and they can find the walk to Alzheimer's. Sign up. Again, it's free. You know, we encourage everybody to come out. If you raise $100, you do get a walk t-shirt, but you know, the fundraising really does support so many local programs and services as well as research. And so any any dollars we raise are just vital to our cause. And as far as uh, you know, what the, the purpose of the walk is, uh, Alzheimer's disease, uh, what are uh, some of the things that uh, people need to be uh, made aware of as they, uh, they think about, uh, you know, possibly uh, putting a team together or uh, getting involved in the walk on September 10th at Liberty Park? Sure. So, you know, more than 6 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's disease, you know, and in Indiana, um, those 65 and older, there's 110,000 people living with the disease in the state of Indiana. You know, there are 216,000 caregivers in the state of Indiana, and the value of their unpaid caregiving is over $4 billion. So we have so many people out there that are caregiving and not you know, and working full-time, and we want to help everyone. We have so many great programs for caregivers. We have support groups. We have education programs. You know, we have wonderful family care consultations, and all of the funds that we raise for the walk, you know, goes to support those local programs. And as far as uh, some things to recognize, as far as uh, uh, 
Alzheimer's and things of that nature, uh, how can they tell between Alzheimer's and then maybe uh, dementia? So, um, so de- we get that question a lot. So dementia really is the umbrella term, um, and Alzheimer's is the most common form of dementia. There's also several other in vascular dementia, Lewy bodies. Um, and so, you know, I, what I like to tell people is it's not where you forgot. You can't remember where you put your keys. It's that you don't know what your keys are for. You know, that's the severity um, when you need to start, you know, worrying. And we do have 10 warning signs that we're happy to send out to people. We'll be handing those out at the walk, too. So, you know, and there's great ways for you to um, help prevent and and just keep your brain healthy. And we have a great um, 10 ways to love your brain, too. So we'll put that out there, too. And it's just it's an exciting time for for the disease because we have the first ever treatment and probably about three more coming out in the next year. So it's an exciting time. And as far as uh, some of the uh, uh, side effects and things of that nature, what are uh, a lot of the challenges that uh, these uh, caregivers have to deal with uh, when they're caring for someone with Alzheimer's? Sure. So caregiving is tough. Um, My mom had the disease, and um, eventually we did have to make the decision to put her in a care facility, um, which still it has its own challenges. You still have to be an advocate for um, your loved one. But we have a lot of families that are keeping people at home and caring for them at home, and it's tough. There's a lot of stress. You know, a lot of times they're working full time. Um, We also have people that are in the sandwich generation that are taking care of their children and a loved one with the disease. You know, so we really want to make sure that people know, don't go through this alone. You know, we're here to help you. There's resources there. We can talk about home health care, having people come in. You know, there's just a lot of things that we can do to help caregivers. It's a tough, it's a very tough thing to be a caregiver. And, of course, with the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, when that uh, started in uh, 2020, uh, what kind of effects did that have on uh, Alzheimer's and dementia deaths? Devastating. It was, it was devastating. Um, we know that isolation and, you know, not, not being with your loved ones and having that social interaction, we know that that, you know, is a, is a factor in the disease progression. And COVID-19 just exacerbates exacerbated that. I mean, we saw Alzheimer's and dementia deaths increase 17% during COVID-19 in 2020, not from COVID-19, from Alzheimer's. And we heard really sad stories of families that, you know, they saw their loved one three months later, you know, they got to see him again and their loved one didn't know who they were or their loved one was now in a wheelchair. And it was just devastating for everyone to see that happen. All right. So with that, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Anne-Marie Barnett. She is the executive director of the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Cincinnati. As we preview the uh, walk to end Alzheimer's, uh, that'll take place on Saturday, September 10th at Liberty Park in Batesville. And we'll continue our conversation right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let to go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. 
And welcome back as we continue our visit with Anne-Marie Barnett, the Executive Director of Alzheimer's Association of Greater Cincinnati, as we uh, get ready for the Southeastern Indiana Walk to End Alzheimer's on Saturday, September 10th at Liberty Park in Batesville. And uh, Anne-Marie, uh, you uh, hinted at it uh, early on that uh, you uh, were involved with uh, a parent that had uh, Alzheimer's acting as a caregiver, but uh, as far as uh, how uh, how did you uh, get involved, at least professionally, uh, with the Alzheimer's Association? Sure. So, yes, I had a grandmother who um, had the disease. I had an aunt who had a form of dementia, and I did lose my mom in um, 2018 um, who also had Alzheimer's. You know, it was so, so great that I actually knew about the association when my um, mom was diagnosed because I could use the 24-7 helpline. I would call them. I would ask them questions. I talked to the local staff here. I knew the resources. And if I didn't, I would have been so lost. And so I'm so glad that I had that opportunity, you know, to use the services even before I came here. Um, and when I came here, I knew, you know, that this was definitely my calling and this was something that I am so passionate about, you know, my mom had the disease, but she actually got a metastatic breast cancer that had spread. And honestly, it's very sad to say, but that was a blessing for us because she passed before she got really into the disease. And you will hear that very frequently from families that sometimes it's better, you know, that they die of something sooner rather than going into the full disease. And it's, it's very sad to even say that, but you know, I had my own challenges with the disease. You know, my mom, um, I couldn't tell her she was dying. I couldn't ask her her wishes. So it was very, it's really hard. You know, the worst thing that, that happened was my mom asked me if she was dying. And I couldn't tell her because I would have had to tell her five minutes later. She would have, you know, been devastated every time we talked about it. And so, you know, that was something I had to swallow my swallow my tears and be brave and 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 tell her what we call a therapeutic therapeutic fib so that was that was tough but there are people that you know families that their loved ones forget them um and that to me is devastating as well indeed and that and that's the thing i'm sure that uh you and uh, your uh, colleagues at the alzheimer's association hear all kinds of stories as they uh, as you uh, provide your services to people Oh, absolutely. I was just contacted the other day by somebody I know, another colleague from another organization, you know, another company, and they were saying, you know, my husband was diagnosed with younger onset, and my friends don't understand. They don't know what I'm going through. They're, they keep saying, well, he doesn't look sick, and I don't know what to do. I, I need help. And I was so glad that she reached out to me because we were able to connect her with one of our amazing um, social workers here at the association who actually lost her husband to younger onset. So they were able to connect and she was able to, to have somebody to talk to joining an early stage support group now and really knowing that she's not going through this alone. And that to me is so important for people to know that those services are here. Now um, I uh, read some uh, place where uh there's been an uh, onset of uh, Alzheimer's even in uh, people uh, younger than 65. Is that correct, Anne-Marie? Yes, yes. That's what we call um, younger onset Alzheimer's. Um, and it, I have seen it um, since I've been here at the association for five years. I've seen it in someone as young as 40. 
Um, and it's it's devastating when that happens. You know, you're some you're in the prime of your career. Sometimes you're getting ready to retire. You know, there's so much life still to you know to live. And with this diagnosis, you know, we know that when people get younger onset Alzheimer's, the pro- the disease progresses much faster than it does in someone who is who is older. Um, and we found that that is because of another. You know, you have amyloid and tau in your brain, um, and the tau is really what causes the younger onset Alzheimer's to progress so rapidly. So it's really devastating. You know, people have younger, young kids, you know, that they have to explain, you know, what's happening. And it's it's very, very hard on families. Indeed. And, um, and of course, uh, you mentioned that the, uh, the uh, Southeast Indiana walked in Alzheimer's on uh, September 10th at Liberty Park in Batesville. That uh, you'll have uh, some uh, things to look for. And uh, what are just a few of those signs that uh, people should look uh, be on the lookout for if uh, they suspect Alzheimer's in a loved one? You know, a lot of times what we're finding, um, if, if someone is in charge of the finances, um, not being able to balance the checkbook, um, bills starting to be late. Um, that's something that really hits people quickly um, when they start realizing something isn't quite right. Um, you know, it, it's simple things, but if you're hearing, you know, if a, a family member is starting really to repeat the same stories, um, if they're getting, you know, confused where they are, you know, if they're driving and, and get lost easily, on a route that they've taken all the time, those are some signs that you probably need to have have your loved one get into your doctor and start doing some cognitive testing and, and ruling out other things, you know, obviously first and then going through, you know, our testing and, and talking to a neurologist and, and taking all of that further. And it's so important that people are diagnosed. I mean, that it's, it's vital, especially now that there are treatments um, and especially now that we'll have more treatments to come, you know, people need to be diagnosed and they need to be diagnosed early so that we can intervene with these treatments at much earlier in the progression of the disease to help pr- slow that progression down. All right. So, again, uh, you'll have uh, tips and uh, things to look out for at the uh, Southeast Indiana Walk in Alzheimer's. That's, uh, of course, September 10th at Liberty Park in Batesville. And again, Anne-Marie, uh, what can we expect when we show up at the walk on the 10th? Sure. Well, the walk is actually so fun. Um, it's just a great opportunity for the community to come together and show their support of those out there that are still caregiving, honor those that we've lost to, to the disease. You know, we have a, a great kids zone. You know, we have breakfast foods. We have wonderful sponsors that are passing out some really fun things. Um, we'll have WRBI that will be there, which is always fun to see. You know, everybody will get their promised garden flower. We have a Champions Club, you know, for everybody who's raised $500 or more. We do something very special for them. It's just a really special, fun day where everybody just comes together. And, you know, it's a it's the point in your life, especially if you've lost someone or still caregiving, when you look around and you know, I'm not alone in this. I have all the support of all of these people. And it's so important for people in the community to come out and really support it. Okay. So, again, uh, if they need uh, more information on signing up, uh, again, that is uh, alz.org slash walk. And then, again, that, that same website, uh, I guess uh, folks can uh, obviously go that they uh, – they feel like they need some resources, things of that nature? 
Absolutely, absolutely. That will link you to our um, homepage as well, and where you can find all of the resources you need. And if anybody is out there and they need resources or they just want to talk about it, our 24-7 helpline at 800-272-3900, that is the best place to start. Okay, so could you give that number once again, please, Anne-Marie? Absolutely. So our 24-7 helpline, it's 800-272-3900. All right. Any, uh, anything else uh, before we let you get back to it, Anne-Marie? No, just thank you so much for your time today. I so appreciate it. I know our family so appreciate it, too. And thank you to all of your listeners um, for coming out and supporting the cause. And if you can't come out that day, you can still make donations at that same website and support the um, Southeast Indiana Wasp and Alzheimer's. We hope to see everybody out there on September 10th. All right. Well, Anne-Marie Barnett uh, with the Alzheimer's Association of Greater Cincinnati, thank you for your time this morning. Continued success, and uh, we will see you on September 10th at Liberty Park in Batesville. Absolutely. Thank you so much.